It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. Con Carne here on a Monday. Quarantine Con Carne. This is now the 124th episode I've done from home. The 441st, if you're keeping track at home. Overall, Car Con Carne sponsored by C&H Financial Services. C&H offers a variety of products, ranging from traditional merchant accounts to a zero-cost payment processing solution, which eliminates the expenses tied to accepting credit cards. C&H also offers cost-effective commercial lending programs, which can help you get your business the money it needs to make it through these unprecedented times to learn more contact cnh financial services at 855-600-2437 or go to chfs.us my guests tonight they are socially distanced on a couch it is the band three quarters of the band camina welcome gentlemen thank you how's it going good evening so we have adrian dave and carlos on the couch and uh, there's a pet dog in there too from what i saw before we started yeah he's he's hanging out his <laughs> buddy <laughs> Buddy, buddy, the yeah, dog. How old? It's for universal appeal. He's gonna be three in September. He's only three. Yeah, it's three years old. Chicks dig it, man. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. Have, have a dog in the frame. Uh, so I want to talk to you about your history. Uh, the name Kamina is new to a lot of us. You guys aren't new. Um, explain. Help me understand. I knew you and some of these songs on this album as Stoop Good Noise. Uh, where did Kamina come from? Yeah, uh, Stupid Noise was our, our original band name. We've had that for a while, um, but it always felt like a roadblock. Um, people would watch us live, they'd like it, and then never remember the name. And so it how felt like... Not, how can you not remember Stupid Good Noise? It, uh, yeah, it always <laughs> became a like a mis- mispronunciation like game. Okay, I get that. Um, stomp, stomp Good Times? Stomp Good Times. Stomp Good Times. Um, <laughs> it just like was like so let's try something new so right before covid we were gonna move to los angeles and uh you know try it there for a while and we decided if we go that way like let's can can we try a new concept can we try a new name um and kamina felt really friendly to like mispronounce you know even if you mispronounce it you get it right um and you know most of us are are uh mexican uh american so it, like felt like it kind of tied into that uh, a little bit um and it just stuck it felt right so we kept it going I, my spanish classes are years behind me but camina means walk right yeah yeah camina walk and it so, also like it also felt like you could say uh camina or camina like whatever you wanted to say it felt it felt normal See, kind of like me, I can't say Camina. It, it's like when you yeah. go to a restaurant and someone says, no, no, it's not a croissant. It's a croissant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Can, you, can you just let me have this one? I... Yeah. All right. So it's kind of like putting a fresh coat of paint. I get the whole name change to make you more accessible. So people, rem- so it sticks. I, it makes perfect sense to me. Now, you said you were talking about moving to L.A. Enter 2020. Yeah. Uh, are you Chicago bound for the for, bound for the foreseeable future because of COVID? Yeah, we were just Dave and I and Carlos were having a conversation outside about how it doesn't make sense. Like if you were going to LA, it would be to like play shows. It'd be to do something. And that doesn't seem to have an answer right now. Yeah. So at least, at least vaccine, like post vaccine or maybe give it a year. 
but there's no huge, um, I guess there's no like time set or date set on moving back out there. It's more of like, let's see what happens. Let's let the dust settle and then make up our minds in the future. It really comes down to what's best for Buddy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Buddy, I think he would come with. By yeah. This time. yeah. I, I would, would hope so. All right, so LA. Yeah. Let's talk about your longevity then. Let's, you know, from stupid good noise forward. I mean, you guys have been around around the block. That sounds terrible. You've been around for a while. I mean, the first EP, the first EP came out 10 years ago. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. you, yeah, sorry. There's um, a, a lot of member changes uh, that came through, and then we finally got Dave for the third Dave, by the way. Yeah, the third Dave. Wait, the there was another Dave. There two. There was two. I know there was two. There was two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And at, the Corey, at the Corey, at the Adrian, it's always been you and Luis, your brother. Yeah, yeah. He plays drums, and I, I sing and play guitar. And we've always seen people to not have like as much dedication so they phase out and then we keep doing what we're doing and we found Bela who joined Stoop Good Noise and played bass for a while and then Dave came on played guitar uh and then now that uh Bela has left like we have Carlos jump on bass and it feels like uh that kind of like cohesiveness is back and it, it feels pretty good so you you've seen and been through everything in Chicago. Tell me about, I mean, I know you're talking about leaving for California, but tell me, tell me some good stories about coming, coming up through the Chicago music scene. Yeah. I mean, it's been a lot of fun. We we've played a lot of like dives, a lot of uh, concert halls um, toured in the Midwest, toured in the East coast and Chicago feels like, Oh, it is home. It's been like 32 years for me now, but like uh, there's something cool left to be seen here. I think, I think there's a scene that hasn't been tapped into yet that that could be reignited. I think post COVID, I think it's going to happen. Yeah, I think right before COVID it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, I mean, the cool thing, I think like journeying from playing in bands as a kid, going from like churches to mm-hmm. playing in like dive bars, playing like stuff like Shubas and mm-hmm. like Metro. Like I, again, like saying those names right now makes me like miss it so much yeah you know but like i mean i've only been in the band i mean almost like seven years but mm-hmm. um when i joined it took it to a whole new level of playing like these places i only i only dreamed of playing yeah yeah now dream of playing again you know yeah, yeah but go ahead no uh, like that one like high point was the metro i think we all like in high school dreamed of playing there and we did that and that felt awesome to do and it's like okay what what's the next high where can we take Kamina then makes sense so every artist has handled the pandemic and these shitty circumstances differently you guys have been keeping busy I mean you put out new music um, I have seen pictures of you in a practice space getting together what has this been a creatively fertile time for you or did it take a while to kind of rev up and find your groove during all this? Yeah, I think, I think Dave could go into this a little bit deeper because <laughs> he found a new whole like yeah, uh, guitar definitely. pedal addiction. Yeah. Like um, I was uh, just in the beginning of this uh, pandemic, I was like, I really want to like broaden or open up my um, pedal experience. Cause I've only, only had like a distortion and delay pedal. Uh, so I bought like a spring reverb and I was just like, okay, this is cool. And then now it's become, I've become such a gearhead by accident, like buying like a new pedal, like every other week, because like that pursuit for tone is never ending. So like, that's where I'm at right now. Like I have like three different delay pedals. 
looper pedals, fuzz pedals, and just like he's over pedaled, over pedaled. But just trying to like find that sound because like, I think that's like the new adventure that we're on as like Kavina is like if I could go back and re-record like some of the stoop stuff like with these newer toys, like that'd be so cool because like it's all these hindsight stuff of like, oh, now I know what my sound could be or can mm-hmm. be now. Um, so yeah, now I'm a complete gearhead and I get it. I get why people love pedals and everything. Fun. Are, so, you buying, are you buying all these pedals e-commerce or are you going in, into places? I'm going to places like I've uh, uh, been to like rock and roll vintage on like Damon and Lawrence. They're really cool. Like it's all the curbside stuff. Um, Chicago Music Exchange definitely. And yeah. like, they have a lot in stock. Like when I went, I remember going there like a month ago where you could walk in and now it's like all curbside. So you have to like pre-order it, pay for it online, pick it up. So like, mm-hmm. I'm still trying to support like all these like local stores because you know, yeah, they need it more than that, more than ever now. No doubt um, about it. Mm-hmm. I do listen- wish I could try these pedals before I buy them sometimes. Cause it's a lot of like watching like YouTube clips of like, yeah, that sounds really cool. That worked for me. It does it. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. It's tough. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about new music. Twelfth uh, House. Now, A Dream of Cloves and Hydra are songs that I'd heard before. In fact, I, I played them on my radio show. Hydra, to me, this here's where you really feel the, the loss of being able to play out live. This, to me, sounds like one of those big, epic show-closing songs. You got, like, the sing-along built into it. Uh, this is actually your arena-ready song, to me. Yeah, thank you. Right it's got a lot of energy. That album was a lot of fun. And th- that's why we carried it over to Camino. It was kind of like half. Uh, we like these songs and half like we got to have something just in case uh, we're all dried up on the on round three or something. So um, those songs are dope. Like, I feel like um, it was the first time we really wanted to make something we wanted to listen to. Um, before it was a lot of like, let's just get it out. Let's play in the studio. And now we, we teamed up with Daniel Salcido, who now is in LA, but he had a command space audio and he really like made us be better in the studio. Yeah. You know, we brought it. I remember like trying to write that record and trying to think of it in a pop scape and like think of like making like pop songs with soul rock and roll mm-hmm. and like making a more approach. Like I think like working with Daniel also made these songs a lot more approachable and like like dialing back distortion and then like making the guitar lines like work i remember like there's a point where we cut like a breakdown because like it was like four measures and then daniel cut it down to two and it was a lot it was like such a big difference yeah in like sound quality and like like listenability so that was awesome yeah i i love this sexy motorcycle sexy motorcycle to me makes me feel like it's 1998 i'm at double door it's 11 o'clock at night it's crowded it's <laughs> the walls are sweating it has that kind of 90s indie rock like, yeah. true like indie rock like rock of the independent yeah. kind yeah we were heavily we were, during that writing like we were heavily inspired by like local h uh like bands like that like um you know Bur- burning brides it's like can we be hard and soft at the same time. So there's moments in that album that kind of let it slow down, but there's definitely that moment where it's like you have these fuzz pedals and you have kind of like this big space to, to get wild. And, and we really brought it in that sense, I think. And there's Wrong Way on the Highway, which is not part of 12th House. That's a COVID jam. Mm-hmm. I wrote that in uh, <laughs> while working from home. Uh, that was done in March, I think. And we did like um, 
or whatever that Pro Tools tennis, like we just bounced it back and forth. Nigel Evan Dennis helped me out on that one. And it was an acoustic guitar, laptop, like it was bare bones. Um, but that was a great moment to kind of really dial it back, right? Like really see where we've come as musicians and like try new, new things and yeah. get out of our comfort zone a little bit. You know, that's what we're, we're all out of our comfort zones right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although we're at home, so it's a little comfortable. Uh, all right. So the, the question I ask every artist during this period, while all this is going on, how can we support you? Bandcamp day is Friday. Should oh, yeah. we? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Bandcamp's up. Bandcamp has everything. Um, just share the album, follow us on Instagram. It's Kamina band. Um, yeah, we're really not like selling much. I think Bandcamp has it up for sale, but it's more about like awareness right now. Just, you know, yeah. go listen to it, see if you like it, share it. Uh, that goes a long way for us. Uh, you know, I mentioned that song Hydra. If someone is watching or listening, it's a good song on first listen. By the time you get to your fourth or fifth listen, you can't get enough of it. It really is one of those songs that to me just keeps growing and getting it, it, well seasoned. And it's just, it's really solid. I would say start with Hydra and then branch out in the other directions on the album great stuff uh all right guys stay healthy and well thank you for doing this tonight uh anything else we should know about you before we say goodbye to the facebook feed just stay tuned we're going to be uh putting out new music soon so it's gonna be awesome because it's been a while yeah Yeah. (laughs) five months yeah definitely Uh all right guys we're gonna stop facebook live thank you everyone for watching there